Dope Discussions Podcast. Dope Discussions, gay to Erica, woke discussions. Mob ties, how they rock and think they both was cousins. Gifting you with their words so you might know you something. Just go and look for them live, they do it every Sunday. Every Sunday. And we gon' bring you that dope. And we gon' bring you that dope. It's gay to baby. Make state to state, baby, coast to coast. Like the vibe, baby, spark to Joseph. And we gon' bring you that dope. So talk with Erica, man, talk with G. And all you gotta do is talk with me. And we gon' bring you that dope. And we gon' bring you that dope. And we gon' bring you Hello, hello, hello. What's up? Welcome back to another Dope Discussions with Erica. There you go. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Can, yes, yes, yes. I can hear you. I'm you, <laughs> my, trying to ruin my soft, sultry intro. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you <laughs> for tuning in to Dope Discussions. We really appreciate you coming into our domain, and we hope you enjoy yourselves for this fantastic episode. See, I was trying to do it like that. Anyway, ladies, ladies, get ready, get ready, get ready. We have an awesome show for y'all today. I hope y'all got y'all questions together. I hope y'all got y'all notebooks together like I do. You know, I came prepared. I got homework. You know, I did homework, so Mm. I got notes. So, lady, all the questions that you thought you ever wanted the answers to from a man, I want you to drop them down in the comments today because we're going to try to get to them. Um, We got some special guests coming on that's going to, you know, share some insight into the mind of a man and how they feel. And can we handle the truth? Like. What what's that movie? My favorite movie with uh, Jack Nicholson. Oh yeah, you can't handle the truth. Yeah, well, we can you handle the truth? <laughs> we about to see. Yes. So, without further ado, we're going to bring out. We're going to introduce our special guest. My first special guest we got coming out is none other than. Quincy Shelton from the Talk to Q radio show where there are no experts, just opinions. He's going to be coming out to share with us, ladies, inside the mind of a man. Our next guest is James Lampkin, and he is the host of Conversations with Lamp, the podcast. You can catch him on SoundCloud He has been a guest in the past, and he is back again to share some insight on the mind of a man. I'm ready with my uh, scalpel because I'm ready to dissect these brains. Wow! Uh oh! Uh oh! And our last, yes, 
our last but not least special guest, we have Mr. Stitch NBC in the house from the Brutally Honest podcast. And he's just that, Brutally yeah. Honest, ladies and Brutally on. Honest, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope you all are ready for the honesty. Let's get started. I'm going to bring our guests out. Bring them out, bring them out. What's up, Q? What's Legend. going on, folks? How y'all doing? What's going on? What's going on? Our other guest looks like he's having some technical difficulties back there. So let me see if okay. uh, let me see if he okay. It, it's not it's letting me bring him out. Oh Lord, well you I'm said sorry. you know he was gonna be brutally honest. It was it was sabotage. Somebody <laughs> tried to get in there, right? Oh no, we don't want to hear that. We don't want to hear that. <laughs> Okay, looks so like he's coming back. Let's see. <laughs> there he is. All right. Was an introduction. Yo, Gator, your introduction was kind of dry. I don't think Erica really appreciated your intro like that. Bro. You know what? I, I, I don't think so either. <laughs> like, I sat there and I, I, had to, I had to think about that too. You're right, man. You are right. Oh, no, <laughs> man. I, I would have done it over. Me, I would have done that over, but it's all oh, right. Should I? Show, you know what? <laughs> I'm joking, look, we, Gator. Look, we, we already. We got enough for you, Erica. Can we get with the show? Look, look. <laughs> So I'm going to go around the table. Before we get started, I'm going to let you fellas introduce yourselves to our audience. So we're going to start with Mr. Stitch NBC. Tell the people who you are and what's your claim to fame. Oh, my claim to fame doesn't even matter because at the end of the day, the only thing that matters is us fulfilling our goals, our dreams and aspirations and fulfilling our souls, not just our ego. Let's starve our egos and fulfill our souls instead. I go by Stitches NBC. I come through a music background, but enough for that. Right now, I'm just doing inspiration, spreading the word, um, fulfilling the gift that God blessed me with. Um, I'm the main host of Brutally Honest every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Thank you all for having me. God bless you all. And I, I'm fully grateful and appreciative of the opportunity. Thank you again. Thank you for stopping by and sharing your insight with us. Next, we got Mr. James Lampkin from Conversations with Lamp. Go ahead and holler at the people, Lamp. Hey, <clears throat> excuse me. Good evening. Uh, my name is James Lampkin. I'm the host of the Conversations with Lamp. Uh, my podcast is basically just interview style. Um, I, look to, I like to interact with interesting guests. And you can find my podcast on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And I'm looking forward to the conversation with these gentlemen and the lady. Awesome. All right. And we got Mr. Q, the Talk to Q radio show. Tell them who you are, Q. What's going on, folks? And I'm Quincy, and I host the Talk to Q radio show. No experts, just opinions. It's kind of a do-it-all type of podcast. Um, I have a live call-in show that I do bi-weekly, and I drop interviews and personal rants every now and then. So you can always have something in your inbox on Sundays and Thursdays. Just hit me up on Google Podcast or wherever you listen to. Awesome. Well, I want to thank you gentlemen so much for doing this for us. We appreciate y'all and I really value y'all time. I really value y'all as people and I value y'all opinions and y'all insights. So I really look forward to the show. Same here. What, All you, right. what you got, Gator? 
Hey, look, so I'm gonna tell you fellas that uh apparently Erica got like like five pages worth of questions. And <laughs> if she feels the questions field as well, that means we are basically in front of a virtual firing squad. But just to let you know, guys, we can handle it. So y'all go ahead and shoot away, ladies. Go ahead and shoot some bullets at us. We good. <laughs> I got I my trust in my all right so the title of the show today is inside the minds of men and this is this is this is for the ladies today because we we've been trying to figure y'all out since the beginning of time i'm sure y'all been trying to figure us out as well <laughs> so <laughs> I'm here today to represent for all of the ladies who feel like sometimes they might ask questions that they don't get uh, exactly the uh, honest answer to. So I want you all hold your hands up to God and promise me you're going to tell the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. <laughs> I do. I do. Well, let's get it started. I want to start off on the shallow end of the pool. Then we're going to get a little deeper in as the show goes on. So first okay. off, I just want to ask you guys, when it comes to loving relationships with women, what do you feel is most important? Is it love is it respect or is it trust okay i guess i'm i'll take the floor neither neither of those three in my personal opinion and in my own perspective in my personal life none of those three is the most important for me personally it would be understanding if we had the understanding then a lot of those things will fall into place it doesn't matter if you love me or not. It, 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 you could love me in time. That can come in time. But right now, you need to understand me, who the person I am, what is it I am about, and what are my pet peeves, what are my turn-offs, what are my turn-offs. This is the process of us getting to know each other, right? So in the mm -hmm. beginning, for me personally, is can you understand me and vice versa? If I can understand you, then the trust will be built on and will be strengthened as the time progresses. Yeah. So from those three things, those three key elements that you need in a relationship, which one should be the foundation that you build the other trust. two on? Trust. It trust. would have to be trust. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. What you say, Lamp? Love. Because, <clears throat> uh, I mean, for me, I mean, you, you got to spend the rest of your life. With, I mean, I'm assuming the goal is to spend the rest of your life with somebody. So to spend the rest of your life with somebody, I feel you need to love them. Um, of course, you you as the relationship grows and keeps progressing, you may fall out of love with the person, but um, love is key. I mean, trust, it's important. All three are important, but for me, I'm going to say love. Even though nowadays love is dead? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't I would wow. say love is dead, but that's a, we all laughing because that's like the general perception nowadays right like love is dead nobody yeah. really believes in loves nowadays not all of us but most of us don't really believe or value love as much as we used to that's a good point um 
<laughs> I don't know how to go. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what are the three choices again? <laughs> love, love, respect, and trust. Mm. I mean, I, I kind of, I kind of understand what Stitch was saying, but if I'm gonna choose from those three, I, I'll go with love. But uh, I guess because if you have love, then you would hope to have the trust and the respect as well to go with it. But I mean, you also have to like people too, because there's some people <laughs> who I love, but I can't say I just like them. You know, I don't want to see them get hit by a bus, but I don't want to be be around them all the time. <laughs> you know, so I wish like could have been, right. been a choice as well. But uh, I, I kind of feel what both of the guys are on, what we're saying, though. I mean, what Stitch was saying about understanding, that's definitely important. And what Lamp was saying about love, I, I still believe love exists. But if I had to choose just between those three, give me love, because I think that should include trust and respect. All right. Mm, and what about mm, you, Gator Vita? I don't know. I don't know, man. So I sat there and I listened to all those things. The first thing that automatically came to my mind was trust, because I feel like if you don't trust somebody, how are you going to expect to fall in love with somebody if you don't trust them? I mean, I feel like that's going to be the absolute foundation. Now, everything else is built on top of it. It may come right behind it. But initially, I have to be able to trust you in order for me to even consider loving you. You know, um, I think going back to one thing that Stitch was saying, uh, I think it does kind of go back to the trust aspect of things. Like when you um, understand somebody, when you trust somebody, you're more willing to understand things from their point of view because you know they're not out there trying to hurt you. They're not out there trying to take advantage of you. So trust has to be that absolute paramount thing that you build your relationships on. And I, I mean, it'll last you know, past the love, past the, the looks and all that other stuff. Can I ask you a question? Right. Oh, yeah. For me? Uh, no, Gator. Yeah, yeah. Because you, you mentioned trust. So what about the people who, who love people that they don't trust? Because you, mm. be you can love a person and, and don't trust them. It's a lot of relationships with that. Right, but we're talking about mm -hmm. successful relationships. If you love somebody and don't trust them, then in my opinion, that relationship's not even successful. Like, why are you there with that person if you don't trust them? You know, you know that they out there messing around and all that. Kind of, and a lot of women say that, you know, hey, you know, I know he a dog, but I love him. And I will. Yeah, that'll keep you there. But then that's still toxic. You know, it may they may stay together for 20 years, but just because you with that person for 20 years don't mean that it's successful. It doesn't mean that you're being fed what you need to be fed spiritually and mentally, you know. So that's the only reason I say that. Now there are some people who will love and you know, regardless of anything else that happens, but I think for the successful relationships, I think trust is 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 the key. Yeah, you do make a good point because you can love a a crackheaded cousin, but you don't trust them. Yeah. So I, I kind of get what you're saying. Exactly. And you're going to be walking around the house all the while looking, uh, wait, what you touching? What you doing? <laughs> right. Right. I, I, hate, <laughs> I hate the thought of having that experience every day. Like, and I know a lot of women out there that's in our listening audience right now have gone through this and a lot of men too, you know, where you, you, your, your, your man don't come home till seven o'clock, eight o'clock. So why would you torture yourself thinking, Every day he come home a little late. Oh, he with that chick. 
oh, he must mm -hmm. be doing this, he must be doing that. That's a, that's a form of like self-torture, you know, and it's, it comes from having those trust issues with your partner. Yeah, but when Quincy asked that question and you responded, Gator, you was more targeting on um, intimate relationships. And yeah. I completely agree with everything that you said, but let's not limit ourselves to just those type of relationships. There's also other types of ships, for example, friendships True. Um, with yeah. your parents and your kids and things like that. So Quincy asked, like, um, you know, for those people that love without there's no trust, maybe in those certain situations, Maybe they feel like they're forced to love that person just because, oh, we're related, oh, we're family, oh, they, they, you know, they've always been around, they looked out for me, but they're not about it. I feel like a lot of times we put ourselves in that situation that we feel like we're forced to love this person, even though we don't trust them. Right, right, right. And I, and I, and I see where you're coming from on that, too. So, yeah, let me clarify. I was only looking at it on the context of, you know, like an intimate romantic relationship. But, yeah. In other relationships, like if you have, you know, uh, a cousin, like the the example that, you know, the Erica gave, you know, like you got a cousin who out there, you know, wilding out and all that. You could still love them and not trust them. You know, hey, look, you know, uh, you're a junkie and I love you to death, but I'm not about to leave you in the house by yourself because I might not have a TV when I get home. So, yeah, I mean, that is very true. So to clarify, intimate relationships, I think, you know, definitely that trust is the foundation. You can't necessarily choose who your your mom is, your dad is, your cousin. So you have that agape, unconditional love for those people. But we're you know talking as far as relationships goes, trust would be the thing. But yeah, you're right. Um, any other ships that you're mentioning, yeah, you can go without trust in those scenarios. Mm -hmm. Well, if we all right. Keep... Go ahead, Erica. You got it. Because I had something else. But... Yeah. Yeah, so I, I got more questions for y'all. I got, we got to, so, so in, in relationships with women, you know, women do a lot of stuff to attract the attention of men, you know, our hair, our makeup, our clothing, our, uh, you know, working out to keep our bodies in shape. So from you guys, is, do you feel like women are doing that? for you or more for them? Um, do you feel like the stuff that they actually do to get your attention, is it really necessary? Or do you feel like it's pressures from society that has made women think they have to do all this stuff to get your attention? Like as far as women wearing wigs and makeup and stuff, is that stuff a big deal to y'all? Can I jump on this one first? Oh, yes, yeah. sir. Now, now to answer your question is that stuff necessary no it's not that's um either them trying to you know maybe get the attention maybe that helps boost the ego or something of that nature or maybe they're competing with their friends something like that but is it required no because the average guy can appreciate a natural beauty it doesn't mean we don't like to see the glitz and glamour you know, I mean, we appreciate it. You, you see a Corvette, you're going to like it just as much as you do a nice little sedan, you know. But mm -hmm. I guess the bottom line is it's really not necessary. And some people take it too far. They take it too far. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you have eyelashes so big 
that every time you blink, you blow papers off a table. That's too much. <laughs> you know, at that point, there's no other way around it. You just want attention. You just want someone to, to you just want to be part of a conversation, whether it's good or bad. You know, some people believe that any publicity is good publicity, you know. Mm. So it's, it's not necessary to me. I can appreciate it, but um, I, I mean, it's nothing wrong with just being your natural self because when it's all said and done, if we start to pursue a relationship, and then I wake up one morning and I can't recognize you. That's a problem. Mm. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> Who want to jump in there next? You got, you got this, James? Yeah, I'll, I'll go. Um, <laughs> far as the, the working out and, and all that stuff, if they're doing it, hopefully it's for them. Um, you have to be comfortable with yourself before you approach anybody. Um mm. I just think that, like, I think a lot of stuff that women do, especially the lashes, the lashes from what I hear for them, because uh, I've never heard a man say, man, look at those lashes. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. So I think that's I think that's for them. And uh, as far as wigs go, um, me personally, uh, I really don't care. Um if, if that's what makes you feel good wearing a wig, I, I personally don't care. I just hope it's a good one. I mean, I be <laughs> oh man, <laughs> don't get no bad wigs, huh? <laughs> yeah, if you're gonna go invest, <laughs> I'm gonna zip my mouth. I'm gonna zip my mouth. <laughs> mm -mm. <laughs> I mean, what you that, got that, said? I think it, uh, you know, I'm going to disagree with Q. I'm going to disagree with you, Quincy, because I do feel okay. that it, it is necessary only on the perspective of you standing out from everybody else. I do feel that it is necessary to you for you to do, you know, put your best foot forward as long as you are still being yourself. Now, like like we're all talking about, if you like flashes, if you like wigs, if you like your, your manny and your petty done and that's you, that's who you are then I feel like, yes, that is necessary because us as men, we also put our best foot forward. But how much are we putting forward that we're not taking from who we are as well? You know, like for an example, um, if I don't like going to the movies, let's just say I don't like going to the movie. I do, but this is just an example, right? And, and Shorty likes the movie and now I'm putting my best foot forward. Yo, let's go to the movies and things like that. I feel like that's wrong because now I'm I'm just trying to impress her. I'm just trying to be on her good side, but I'm also not being myself as well. And we could take that example vice versa when it comes to women as well. As long as you're being who you are, and I definitely agree with what James says that it has to start from you. You have to be comfortable first. Be who you are because I'm trying to get to know the person who you are. Let me fall in love with who you are and not with the idea of who I think you're going to be. All right, got it. What up, Gator? Oh, man, look. Okay, so it's for them. Because to be completely honest, guys don't want you to wear them, 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 them caterpillar eyelashes to bed at night. You know, we definitely don't want you to wear a wig to bed at night. You know, I want to encounter a woman and see what they are naturally, you know, like without it. Now, like I said, you know, is for them and it makes them feel good. But the thing is, I wear cologne, you know, get dressed up because it makes me feel good. It just so happens that it attracts, you know, the opposite sex. Same thing with women. It makes them feel good 
but just so happens, well, I don't know if the lashes attract opposite sex, but some of the things that they do, you know, when they get that nice, delicate beat, you know, they get, uh, they, they got the wig that, they got the right wig, you know, one of them expensive wigs, you know, and they got that thing popping. You know, it makes them feel good about themselves. It builds up their confidence and building their self-confidence allows Men can see that. We don't like to look at these girls who are sitting there all down in the dumps in the corner. We'd like to see that confidence. And we're more likely to approach you if you're more confident in yourself. So I think you do it mostly for yourselves, women. I do want yeah, to be but- natural, though. I be wanting to wipe the makeup off of people. Like when I go out with them, you know, like bring the little cloth and just kind of polish, wax on, wax off. You know, just to see what it looks like without that, you know, because like you said, I don't want to wake up to somebody and be like, hey, Michael Jordan, what you doing in the bed? You want to see these hands? You want to see these hands? Wipe my makeup off, (laughs) y'all. Touch my makeup. (laughs) I mean, like I said, it's it's all good if, if a woman wants to do that, but I, I'm I, I would be more impressed with a woman who was confident in herself without having to have the nine foot eyelashes. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> as 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 far as it goes, I mean, you kind of I, I personally prefer to have a balance. I mean, if you can do both, then that is great. That is great. But I just the ones who are just really really flashy. I, I mean, because I'm like, okay, you're doing it for the ground. You know, yeah. I, I don't I don't know if you're genuine. Right as far as who you are. And so I'm kind of cautious about them. They're like I said, they're great to look at, but as far as pursuing anything, I, I just don't want someone who may be coming from a fake place. All right. <laughs> so, so ladies, if so you how do you feel notes, Phil- Wait, 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 go ladies, ahead, go ahead, notes, if you're taking notes, the consortium is get rid of them dang lashes, bro. Like, I mean, it's cool to have the lashes and, and that's fine, but not, not the ones that's out there like this. You know, yeah, <laughs> and and really, originally, those were only designed for like stage shows and right, you know, like concerts and stuff like that. Not everyday life in, in the in the line at Walmart, and your eyelashes is, you know, slapping somebody upside the head. Right, yeah, right. <laughs> now, nowadays, nowadays, you try to kiss a girl, and all of a sudden, you're we are here coughing on my hair. Right, right. What is going on? I understand. I, mean, I got, it. I got it. You I know, got you. I got you. And, and Queen, and Queen's comment is: is the makeup is magic? It could be an illusion at times. Yes, it can be, and it's great when you look great. But I like to see that natural magic too, because guess what? Makeup can be magical, but that natural beauty is timeless, man. So so, I, so, I like yeah. so so why do guys wear hats when their hair is thinner? <laughs> well, uh, there's, hey, there's baby, a lot of guys baby. that do that too. We, just, let's talk about hat fishing because I've been hat fishing before. Just, you know, I'm just saying right. we, want, we, want, we want everybody to be themselves. So yeah, like, you understand what yeah. I'm saying? Guys fall right. under that agenda yeah. as well. You I know. mean, that's true. And you have guys that use the, the hair paint and things of that nature. Ooh, but, yeah, see that? Oh, my God. I mean, and but, it's running all down their eyes. Quincy, yeah. I did my beard for the show, Quincy. It was <laughs> but I, I try to practice what I preach, though. I don't I don't wear caps to fool anybody. Right. I don't dye my beard. I let this let these wisdom highlights show. So. Ah, I love that wisdom oh, yeah. highlights. Oh, they love that salt and pepper. So you're good. Yeah, yeah. Well, I wear a hat, but I need to cut my hat. 
<laughs> so he, here's my next question, fellas. All, all of you guys together, you you all represent a different age group. Are, do you consider yourselves more old school in values as far as, you know, family relationships? Or do you consider yourself more new school or you have a combination of it? Do you feel like we're going too far to the left with a lot of the new stuff? Um, that, you know, guys and girls are coming up with, with switching the gender roles and doing everything 50-50. How do y'all feel about that? Yeah, I, I started. Uh, I'm going to kind of sit back because I don't know about <laughs> this situation, but I'm married, so I kind of... <laughs> my view We want to hear We want to hear the married man's perspective. Well, yeah. for me, we we uh we 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 uh we we everything is in the house. We we share everything. Um, it's you know all of our last name Lampkin. So that's that's what we do. We right. work as a team. Yeah. To me, that's the best policy. That's the best way. You work as a team. You you know, you know, not all this. Her money is her money. His money is his money. I think once you get married, you come together as a team, and it, and that becomes one, and you'll be able to move better. That's my opinion. So I have this, I have this thing. Do, do you think in today's time it's realistic for a woman to want to have a husband that goes out and work while she stays at home? Is that realistic for today's time? I think it is. I definitely think it is. I think, I think I think a man just has to prove that he can provide her with the life she wants to do that. I mean, I think it, a lot of things depend on regions where you're at. Um, you know, I've always lived in uh, <laughs> expensive areas, so we needed every dollar in our house. So, okay. but if it, you know, but if a man is educated to the point where he can provide that woman with with the with a stable lifestyle that she wants to take care of the kids because I mean that that is a benefit to be home and you know you don't have to worry like because there's things that because me and my wife work and then there's things that we have to you know worry about oh who's gonna get the kid then the, you know my daughter had to go to daycare a lot so by the time you get home it's you know 5 30 is all you really got time to do is eat dinner do homework and go to bed so we don't really yeah. get to a lot of time with our family so i'm sure it would be a benefit to that woman to just stay home okay uh we're not in 1930s anymore guys you know like nowadays women are able to vote nowadays women are able to work so it's it's kind of demeaning on us to you know judge everybody as far as the past times i feel like we should all just adjust to the times as they go um, complaining never sold anything. Complaining never bought any of my kids any diapers, you know? It's about finding the result. It's about finding an even ground. Is it realistic? Yes, of course it's realistic because if you believe and if you still have the same morals and values, there's, there's what is it, 4.7 trillion people on this world, I'm pretty sure you're not going to be alone with that. The thing is, is that, you know, women right now, they're more independent. So us as men, you know, I grew up where my father was the one always working. My mother was the stay-at-home mom after a while before, you know, in the beginning, it, you know, they both had to work and things like that. But at the end of the day, we, it, I do agree with what James said as far as if you're, if you're married, 
you know, if you're in a marriage, it should be 50-50. Now, what that 50-50 is can be can be different from another part, another marriage's 50-50. Everything is gonna be dependent on your specific and unique situation. Now, can we, you know, move forward with having our own morals and values? Yes, I feel that we can, but I do feel that we also have to try to step, uh, take a step back and also observe of how the times are. If you was a man where you're very machista and you're very egoistic, where your woman shouldn't work and everything, and there's nothing wrong with that. People should accept you for who you are. Find a woman like that. If y'all, if y'all ladies, if y'all want a man if, that to take care of you and all of that, there's nothing wrong with that. There's plenty of men out there that are willing to do that for you. Um, everything is gonna be personal. This is all again, you know, part of getting to know each other. A lot of times we get blinded by love where we fall in love with the person without knowing who they really are and what their morals and values are. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, I think I, that was important. I think that was important what you said, because I had I had I was also going to ask that question. I think now in today's society, um, the independent woman or the woman that works or has her own career, that that image has been pushed so much that a woman who actually wants to stay home and wants a man that goes out and works, she's looked upon as she's a gold digger. She wants a man only for his money. And, you know, people shun her for that. And I don't think that we should judge a woman if that is what she wants to do. Yeah, not, not just if that's what she wants to do. It's also if her husband or man or boyfriend allows her to do that as well. You know, like, because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, like James said, it should be 50-50. This is a team. We're both working. Now, 50-50 could be 90-10. It could be 10-90. Whatever it is as far as the situation we're talking about, like, or who cleans the house or who takes out the trash or who pays the rent or who pays the utilities. You know, think things can be um different as far as that goes. Right, right. I think that's the most important part of it is that, you know, the 50-50 doesn't necessarily have to be monetary. It could be, you know, and, and I think that's the, when you talk about the old school values and everything, it'd be great. It would be awesome if in every family, every family we had that perfect little nuclear family where, you know, the husband had a great paying job, uh, and the wife could sit at home and not have to worry about that. She could put more time towards the kids. Reality of it, though, is that the way things are set up now, it's almost impossible in some scenario to do that. Now, personally, I would love for that. I would love for my wife to be able to just sit at home and take care of the kids and be, you know, or, or, or whatever venture that she wants to do and put all of her energy at that. And I just come in, I bring the bread home and then everything else is, you know, legit 50-50, you know, okay, well, you taking care of house, I'm taking care of work, I'm making sure we're providing things. That'd be great. Old school values are great. The reality is nowadays it's almost is a better scenario for the wife to be working. So y'all can build something together. Two incomes is better than one, um, you know, so. I think that old school values are great, but like Stitch said, you know, you have to be able to evolve into what today's society to society is presenting to you. Well, aren't us as men get attracted by the ambition of a woman? Mm. Like for an example, if all she wants to do is just stay home. Now I can understand if we got kids and we're raising a family, I completely understand that. 
But if all the kids are already out the house, you know, like you got your kids and they're already grown, they're already in their teenage years and we don't, there's no need for you to stay at the house. Would I really be comfortable with a woman that just wants to stay home just cause? Wouldn't I want to a woman to match my energy and match my ambition as well? Wouldn't I want a woman to go out there and get hers on her own and not rely on me? Right, exactly, man. And that's why I was saying, you know, hey, look, if it ain't raising the kids or whatever, hey, if you got something that you can put your energy to that's going to benefit us and build, yeah. then that's perfect. Like you said, ambition. I like a woman that has some ambition to do something. I don't want somebody that's just like, oh, I'm just kept. So I'm going to just sit at home and just chill. Yeah. yeah. Home what, if, what, if her, what if her ambition is to push you further in your uh, purpose and to support you in your purpose and to be whatever that need, whatever that is to be in you pursuing your purpose? She's got to have some kind of role that could yeah. be her role. Maybe yeah. she doesn't want to pursue her own business maybe she wants to support her husband in his business fantastic fantastic but that's a destructive behavior because at the end of the day you was born alone in this world and you're gonna die alone in this world just because you're with somebody even if you are married that does not mean that that person is your life all that means is that person is a part of your life meaning you still have your own life to live so, Erica, I agree with you. I feel like there's nothing wrong with that. If a woman wants to have her role as far as being supportive to her man, that's all cool. That's that's good. But if a man is about his and getting to the bag, he also wants his woman to do the same thing on her own venture as well. And that's just my opinion. You know, you guys can disagree or agree with me with that. I think it just depends on the guy. It's a matter of his preference. You have some guys, they may be okay with a peg Bundy at home, sitting on the couch eating bonbons. Yeah. But I, I, I personally <laughs> would like to have someone who is going to, like like Stitch said, match my energy and yeah. give me something. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm very, well, I've evolved, okay? I'm still evolving. I'm always under construction. But my foundation Amen. is old school. My foundation is old school. Um, but I... I have to try to mix in the new school and be a little progressive. I'm like a six four Impala, but I got like a modern day candy coat paint job. So <laughs> I've really had to learn as even as recently as my, my current relationship, as far as, you know, um, like back in the day, I never cooked. I used to be married. I was married for 10 years. She passed away. Right. But when I was married, she used to do all the cooking in my current relationship. I do most of the cooking. And, you know, it took me a while to be okay with that. It's just something I had to evolve to because there are other things that she brings to the table, you know. So once you just figure out what works, then that's good. You know, it doesn't matter what tradition says because you can't have everybody's tradition running your household. You got to start your own and do what, um, you know, is best for you and your significant other. Yeah. I, I love that. I love that. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So here is a good one that I want um, <laughs> some real brutal honesty on this one. Oh man. Women, women have a real issue with men who they feel do not tell the truth. They lie. They lie. And they feel that men think that women really cannot handle the truth. Do you guys think that there is certain circumstances where it's it's better to lie 
in order to protect her, in order to protect the relationship, or should honesty always be the best policy? A brutally honest question needs Mr. Brutally Honest to answer that one. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, people's insecurities are not your responsibility. And I, will re and I will repeat that again. People's insecurities are not your responsibility. I understand how sometimes we feel like, oh, it's just a white lie. But we, we all know, we all can agree how one white lie will turn into a, a web of lies, right? We, we get right. that. Um, a lot of times, just, just to finish this off real quick, is a lot of times because we lie with people, we're trying to protect their feelings. And at the end of the day, all we did was just destroy them anyway. So I do believe that honesty is the best policy, regardless to what, especially if we all agree that one of the pinnacle from the triangle of a successful, healthy relationship is trust. You can't build trust on lies. There's no way you can do that. I completely agree. So, I completely agree with that, man. That's that's. Tell me this: in a scenario when a man actually does make that decision to lie to a woman, does that mean he cares so much about her feelings, or does that mean he doesn't care enough to give her the truth? He doesn't think she can handle the truth or deserves the truth, or is it? If no matter how I tell her this, it's going to hurt her, it's going to destroy her. James, I'm, I'm here, James. Come on, <laughs> I, I, I want to hear from you. Come on. <laughs> all right. Well, okay. So, all right. Well, I look at it like this it depends on what the subject is. Um, the lie with, hey, do I look good in this? Yeah, I think that's a necessary lie at times. I'm just going to be honest. <laughs> Um, it's a way you can tell them they don't like it's a way you could tell them things, but I don't know. Um, I know, like I said, in that situation, do I look good in this dress or something like that? Yes, I'm gonna lie. Um, yeah, you look good in it's not listening to the episode, is because so even if she not, you're gonna tell her, yeah. But you're gonna have out there looking crazy. It's, so if oh, it's man. like this, if it's, bad, if it's bad to the point where I need to step in, then I'll step in. Like if I know she's gonna be out here looking, I trust my wife not to be out here looking crazy, but <laughs> so it she could be if it's something where she's a she she's probably like a seven or eight, or she could be a ten, then I'm gonna go ahead and let her be that seven or eight. But and when you start talking, uh, you start talking about stuff, um, listen, I'm I'm just gonna be honest. I know people don't like it. Uh, the truth, yeah, is is good. You should tell it, but sometimes the truth is hard to tell. So yeah. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. I see that. You know what? By that same token, though. Go ahead, Q. What you got, Q? Yeah, go ahead, Q. I was gonna say, I, I think you, it depends on the person, of course, um, because sometimes what's considered, I guess, a white lie can be encouraging to a person. Like, for example, if someone is trying to lose weight 
and they ask me, do they look smaller? Now, if I know the person very well, I know that if I say no, they're going to get discouraged, say forget and go eat a tub of ice cream. Then, yeah, I may lie and say, you know what? I do think you're losing weight to try to encourage them. But a lot of times the reason why people men lie is because it's not because they're trying to protect feelings all the time. That's rarely the case. It's because they're afraid of the consequences. Right. That's all that is. Most of the time it's <laughs> selfish reasons. You're afraid of the backlash of whatever is going to come behind that lie, you know, from telling the truth. Um, so I think that's one of the main reasons guys lie, not necessarily to protect feelings, but to protect themselves. Well, something happened to me about seven years ago where I was trying to push a girl off of me. Right. So I told her, Oh, she's like, oh, so what you doing tonight? So I thought being brutally honest was going to push her away, which is, oh, I'm going out on a date with somebody else. I thought that was going to work. It didn't. It didn't. She's she's hitting me. I'm talking about, oh, that's cool. So when are we going to go out on a date? I was like, <laughs> wait, this backfired. Wait, hold up. I thought you were going to be turned off. That was the day I learned brutally honesty is the best way to go. Oh man. <laughs> no, but like, okay, so James is over here. James is over here talking about like he he put an example as far as do I look fat in this dress? Do I look fat in this dress? Who is asking you this question? Your wife, your girl, the person you settled down with? Well, if I settle down with a girl, I'm gonna be attracted to her no matter what her body type is. So baby, I might not be the one you wanna ask that question because girl, you look good to me anyway. <laughs> That's how you get out of that, bro. Great answer, great answer. Oh, that's back to Q's point. Guys lie because they want to preserve the current circumstance. So, you know, we'll lie, you know, you know, to get out of certain situations, not because, oh, we want to, you know, protect her, her mental, but we try to make sure we protect protect our position so that's that happens a lot now i agree with stitch it, it really does come down to how you tell somebody something you know if, if i look fat in this dress um no you don't look fat at all i mean it is a little tight but we that's probably that's probably that that's probably the, the, the dinner we had last night though but it's, it's, it's okay you know you want to yeah, Hiking the weekend, or you want to go, <laughs> you know, but, but yeah, but be honest though. I want somebody to be honest with me. I don't want me going outside looking like a hot mess. And my girl, hey, how I look, you look good to me, okay. And I'll walk out there looking like boo boo the fool, mm. <laughs> <laughs> and people looking at me all crazy, you know. So, I and that goes back to trust. I trust you to tell me exactly what I look like. If I stink, you better tell me, oh, oh, hey, I don't think you. You, I don't think you need to do that. Or, you know, if I, <laughs> I shirt and you looking at that shirt and it's like, nah, that, that just ain't you. Tell me so I don't go out there. I'm supposed to trust you to be looking out for me. You're supposed to have my back. So same token. If I see you and I look, I see you about to go out high, outside looking like Ragnar Andy, then I'm going to make sure I pull you back in. But you need to straighten that wig up. You need to make sure we get, you know, get right. <laughs> or you ain't going with me, period. Straight up. I, 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 straight up. I agree with you, brother. 
I agree with you, Gabriel. Like at the end of the day, you know, we are trusting our partners to look out for us. So right. if I'm telling my shorty, like, oh baby, how this looks on me, tell me the hat is crooked, tell me the shades are right. necessary, tell me to to change my um, my shoes because I I got too much red on, whatever it is, and right. vice versa. So I completely agree with you because if you're not up to par, then apparently I'm going by myself. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. So here is yes. Hello, guys. I hope you're enjoying this episode of the Dope Discussions with Erica podcast with our special guest, Quincy Shelton from the Talk to Q radio show, James Lampkin from Conversations with Lamp, and Stitch NBC from the Brutally Honest Talk Show. And now back to the inside of the mind of men. Let's go. Women really complain a lot that men don't get the proper uh, medical attention that they need. Like a lot of women complain that it's a struggle to get their men to go get their physicals, to go see a doctor when they're sick you know, to go take care of their mental health when they know there's an issue. From you guys, what do you see the problem is? Why do men resist so hard about going to the doctor and and keeping up with their physical health and their mental health, going to get outside help when they really need it? When they, a lot of times they're in denial that they don't need anything when they really do. How do we you know, get men to be more open to that. I just think it um, is a matter of talking to people. You know, if you're a parent, um, you know, you bring up your kid, your, your sons to understand that going to the doctor is just, you know, part of life. You know, you have to make sure you get checked out. I think the best example right now, unfortunately, is like Chadwick Bozeman. You know, uh, it's sad to see someone die at such a young age. And that should be a wake up call to a lot of people that, hey, you know, going to the doctor, getting your physicals and all that stuff it's it's necessary. You need to do it. A lot of us are afraid of what we might hear from the doctor. But I mean, it's necessary. We have to go and we have to teach people to go. Hmm. I agree with that. James, I'm waiting on you before I speak my piece. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's like like you said, it's the. It's sort of getting that bad news. Um, you know, you walk around, you're like, I feel fine, I feel good. Um, man, you, you just, you know, you just because the, you, you you associate the doctor with like kind of like your mortality. At least I do. Like you just think about, you know, what if they tell me that? What if they tell me that? Um, it's not a good reason not to go, but you, you know, just not hearing that news is like okay. You just don't, you don't change the way you move. So I think it's more of a fair thing, but fortunately my wife been kind of making me go. So. Good, so. good. Yeah. She yeah. You may think it's a fear thing, but the reality is, is that it is a fear thing. At the end of the day, in my own personal opinion and my own beliefs, I do believe that fear is the aspect that controls all of us. So I agree with James. I, I agree with Quincy. Now to respond to Erica, I don't feel like the, um, it is a problem because if we were to dive a little bit deeper into it, 
Would you guys agree that women are more nurturers and men are more providers? I think we would, uh, most of us would agree to that. Now, I also, yeah. also believe that it's worse not knowing. Now, if you got something wrong with you, it's worse not going to the doctor because now your your own mind is your own poison. It's poisoning you. You might be, you might have, you know, terminal three cancer or something like that, and it could just be a, just a cold. You know, so I do feel that it is worse not knowing. But I do feel that women, some women, can actually exaggerate the situation just because of who they are naturally. Women are more nurturers. Women want to take care of their kids, of themselves, of men, of their family members, their parents and things like that. Us men, like me personally, if I'm at work, I, I probably won't even eat throughout my day just because I just want to finish working. I just want to finish working. But no, I will have my wife, my girl, my girlfriend call me. Bob, did you eat? No, you know you got to eat. No, you got to get take care of yourself. So I do believe that a lot of times, you know, we might not need but we want a woman to be there to actually open our minds up because like how q and james said a lot of times we just don't even feel like it's that serious and like the unfortunate circumstance of chad um chadrick you know um it should really open our eyes as far as men lowering our machista and lowering our own egos as being superman and take that cape off and be clark kent and go to the doctor if you need to Yes. Yeah, what man. You got, Gator? I, I, I really do think it comes down to that. That's one of those old school mentalities that we do definitely need to shape. Because you know, back in the in the forties and fifties, you know, that was like it was it was a machismo thing, really. You know, just to kind of echo what Sandy was saying, it was like, you know, it's a scenario where you know we're manly, we're tough, we rough, we rugged. You know, we can't let them see us, you know, slipping. So you know, oh, I'm hurting. It's all right. Throw a little dirt on it. It'll be okay. And, you know, you let that go for so long. And then all of a sudden these issues become, you know, um, you know, exacerbated. It becomes even worse. And, and by the time you say, oh, I have to go to the doctor, it's too late. I think this is a mentality that men really do need to kind of evolve into a more 20th century or 21st century way of thinking about things. Like, hey, my health is important because I can't provide, I can't be my best self to my partner if I'm sitting here laying on the ground, you know, crying in pain all the time. So it's best to say, okay, I'm gonna go to the doctor. I'm gonna make sure I get my 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 health checkups. Mental, that's a really big thing that especially, you know, men of color have a problem dealing with. Okay, I need to get my mental health checked. Um, you know, those things are important now. And I think it's something that we need to make sure that, you know, as a community of brothers, we need to kind of start maybe even nudging each other and say, hey, man, you know, when the last time you've been to the doctor, man, that little growth on the side of your neck is getting a little big. You know, we need to <laughs> we need to make sure that we're doing, though, you know, our due diligence as men, because we as men will look Very at true. women and we're like, oh, we're going to be tough for women. But your partner on the side of this road, if he tell you, hey, bro, um, you know, you might, it's, it's, it's the 40th year birthday, man, uh, might be time to go ahead and get that prostate check. <laughs> we, might, we might be more likely <laughs> to be like, oh, all right, man. Okay, I'll go. <laughs> and you know, uh, no, a dude, 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 dude is not going to be trying to hit it. Like, dude, why is you even worrying about my prostate? <laughs> Look, 
<laughs> right? Like, look, like look, Will look. Smith said, keep my prostate out of your mouth. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. Keep my right. prostate out the, of your mouth. That, that'd be the last time you ever mentioned The guys do need to encourage right. each other. But though. yeah, yeah, like you said, yeah. guys do need to start encouraging each other because, you know, yeah. a lot of times we don't show out for these women. We not go, oh, girl, I'm all right. I'm good. You know, I mean, because you you never know. I have um, a friend of mine who is um, he's about forty five years old. Now, to me, he looks like he's in great shape. I mean, you never know what's going on internally, right. but he looks like he's in great shape. Forty five years old, had a pretty bad stroke, you know, mm. and so he's recovering mm. from that. And I'm not saying that anything could have been prevented, but I mean, it's just you have to go because you don't have to be, you know, completely out of shape. To have health issues you can be mm -hmm. looking pretty relatively healthy and still have something going mm -hmm. on that you don't know about that maybe a doctor you know will catch during lab work and things of that nature so mm -hmm. i know it's kind of scary it's like waiting on a report card if you're a kid but um you have to do it because if there is a problem you got to get it taken care of before it gets out of hand and cause other complications right right so here's <clears throat> a big thing among women they think they can come into a man's life, a man who's uh, has a known reputation as being a womanizer, a player. And they always say that a man will change his player ways for the right woman. Do you believe that men change their ways because of a woman? Like the right woman can come along and just make him stop all of that stuff and be right for her. He can. I mean, they can. The problem is too many women think that they're the right woman. You know, I mean, I mean, it's I don't I don't understand why Thank you. Good it's, night. it's a it's a it's a self-ego thing. <laughs> Look, I'm just being real. Too many women are are self, you know, they they are not you should have confidence in yourself. But some women are misguided that that what they offer is gonna be able to change any man's mind about, you know, so they sit there and they pursue people that they know for a fact they shouldn't be with, but they like certain aspects of his personality or he, they like his body or they like the fact that he has business and stuff like that. And they, they, they go after that thinking, oh, if I just be a good woman, that's gonna change him. Sis, that's not gonna change him, you know, because because he's only gonna change for that woman that is the right one for him. You don't decide who that but, is. God decides who that is. Right, but think. But my thing is, if you're changing for another person, that change is only temporary. What happens when that person's no yeah. longer in your life? Do you change back? Right. So I don't believe that men. I don't think that men change for a woman. They have to actually want that change for themselves. Mm -hmm. And then maybe that woman is the inspiration or a catalyst for that change. But if he's just changing it specifically for her, when he doesn't feel that way about her no more, then he's going to be like, well, I did all this for you. I'm That's not really me. Well, I, I think I think both men and women change. I do. Um, because you, because there's, 
like you you spend so much time with a person, it makes you change. Like there were things that I didn't do before I met my wife, but now I find myself doing them. Um, like just watching Lifetime or <laughs> I would never watch <laughs> You know, when I'm trying to spend time with my wife, I watch it. It's, you know, just the, the company you with, you know, you you may spend more times with, with friends who, you know, may be a guy that may not be the best friend for you while y'all out. And then you you get with a woman that kind of open your eyes about that. And it goes both ways, just like it may be a, 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 a woman that she she was lacking a man in her life and that man came in her life and it changed her view. So I do think people change. But like uh, Gator said, it's for the right person. I'm not with nobody's changing just for anybody. That person you're with makes you want to change, makes you want to be better. Because let's be honest, some people should change for the better. Like change is like I think definitely people, I think where people go wrong is looking at change as a bad thing. Change can be good. You may need to change some of your ways. You may be a childish, immature person that needs to change. Or you may, you know, you may lack, you know, you may lack empathy or passion or something. So you may need to change. So it's not always a bad thing. And I do believe people change in relationships, men and women. I think they do, too. But I also think that there has to be a certain degree of change. You can't change. If you get to the point where you make an extreme changes, then it may not bode well for the relationship. Um, I think where when it comes to a situation with a woman who finds a guy who may be kind of out there, he's a player or whatever. And then she's kind of taking chances by thinking she's the one to change him. Uh, because my advice to people is find someone who is already what you want rather than someone you have to try to change to what you want. Mm -hmm. Because I know women like projects and everything, but I, I, you kind of <laughs> get what you get out of those things. So if you find someone who is already where you want to, you know, a person to be, then the changes that you make may be minimum. You know, like in my current situation, I mean, the only real change I have now, luckily, like James, I don't have to watch Lifetime. But um, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's rough. Bro. That's rough. But, um, you know, yeah. I have to watch I have to watch horror movies every now and then. She likes horror movies. OK, so however, because of the way I feel about her now, I'm starting to like horror movies okay? and things of that nature. She's now into certain movies that I like. And so if you try to find someone who's more already on your level, it makes it so much easier because the bottom line, a happy relationship is about being able to be yourself around your significant other. If I got to be all different and all that stuff, then we're not meant to be together. Right. Right. Yeah. What you got, Stitch? <laughs> uh, let me see. I guess um, we could. Uh, sometimes we do change. Sometimes we do change. But other times we also compensate as well. So, you know, Q is talking about he doesn't like horror movies. Now he's into horror movies because you compensated your time with the person that you love. And you, the time was more valuable than the horror movies. Just like James talking about Lifetime. I, I'm going to pray for you too, bro. Um, you know, <laughs> he's, he's watching Lifetime and things like that. But I don't feel like it's the Lifetime. I feel like it's the time that you're spending with this person that you actually value. Now, are you really changing or are you just reverting back to yourself just to answer Erica's question as far as 
you are a womanizer and all of a sudden because you met the right one you want to drop everybody else maybe you're not really a womanizer maybe that you was just acting out of your own pain and wounds from your own life and your own experiences you're, mm. We're all tired of being hurt. We're all tired of being wounded. Uh, we've all been heartbroken. Let's be real and honest about that. We've all been heartbroken. And we're all trying to find different methods and process as far as finding ourselves or healing ourselves. And we feel like, man, I did my all. I gave everything of my all for this one person. She didn't appreciate it or he didn't appreciate it. What Blah, blah, blah. You know what? It's better for me to be that. Better for me to be this. Well, sometimes we meet that person that opens our minds and gives us hope. The key word in this is just hope. We hope that, wow, maybe it is okay for me to open my heart to, to this person. Maybe it is okay for me to have reasonable doubt in this person that he or she is not out here to hurt me or destroy me or break my heart again or take advantage of me. Mm -hmm. So I do feel that. And also, you know, like with the analogy that you guys said as far as lifetime and horror shows, you know, we only grow from uncomfortable situations. We need to be uncomfortable sometimes to grow and to know ourselves. And once we have that awareness, we can also reciprocate it and project it towards others so that they can know who we really are as well. Yep. Man, put everything he said on a t-shirt if it'll yep. fit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Look, look, I don't know about y'all, but I don't see nothing wrong with Lifetime movie. <laughs> Personally, I, I can only see Meredith Baxter Bernie so many times. That's true. That's true. They need to switch up, switch up their rotation. They really do need to switch up their rotation. Just so y'all know, my wife watched football and boxing with me. Of course, Gator. Of course, Gator won't have a balance. Lifetime. Balance. Gator, one of your favorite movies is Moulin Rouge. Of course. Hey, man. <laughs> I was going to say it. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, no words. Wow, I was just joking, bro. Okay. Wait a minute. <laughs> no, I do so like, my ladies go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Stitch. What nah, you got? Nah, Erica, I, I do feel like just agreeing with all the guys that I do feel like the, the man would actually change his ways or revert back to who he really is depending on the woman that he meets you know a lot of times we have this perception that everybody's out to hurt us but that's just us looking through our lenses of our wounds you know and at the end of the day you will never fall in love like that especially if you don't believe that love even exists you know right right so fellas how i know that it's difficult because men have been raised to suppress their emotions and women have been raised to be more emotional to express their emotions. How do women get you all to be more vulnerable and show your emotions? Like what does it take for a woman to get you to open up, be vulnerable, express your emotions in a way that's unafraid of being judged? Hmm. What does a woman, a woman that you're in a relationship with, what does she have to have in place in order for you to feel comfortable to do that? Time and trust. 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 Because you, because I've, I've been married, I've been married 17 years 
and probably it probably took me about 12 or more to get to the point where I was vulnerable and open about what I'm feeling and you know mentally where I'm at so but it took time and it took me trusting my wife with that because listen you you may not be able to trust a person with that like just because a person loves you doesn't mean that they can handle everything that you're about to give them because men hold on to so much like if we let it go we about to unload on you so (laughs) handle that like and and you only been with this man a a couple months a year maybe even two years you may not be ready to walk him through that so it takes a lot of time and a lot of trust for that to happen so you just got to wait that one out Okay. I like that. Who want to go yeah. next? Was good, Q? Talk with Q live. <laughs> good. <laughs> I, I, I think trust is definitely the key component in situations like that. Um, because for a guy to make himself vulnerable, and I, I think he has to know that when he lets everything out, that she's going to take it and do you know what a woman does you know it's gonna somehow recharge my battery and get me ready to face the world again after it's all said and done mm. and it's nothing that she can necessarily do to force that to happen it has to occur mm. or- organically and for guys who don't have people to vent to now there's nothing wrong with seeking a counselor and that way you can unload on a stranger and not have to worry about what happens after you leave there I'm a huge component, of, I'm a believer of uh, counseling when necessary. But as far as a woman is concerned, you just have to be patient and it will happen when he feels like he trusts you. Mm-hmm. I do like that, man. Okay. I really do like that. Um, as far as forcing it though, you, you're right. You're right. There's really no way a, a woman, just to answer the question, there's really no way a woman can force a man to do that. It does have to come from the man. The man does have to trust that person. And the woman, you know, being specific to the question that was asked and the man should, um, the woman should be understanding towards the man as well. But is, is there a difference between venting and complaining? That's my question. Is there a difference between venting and complaining? Because if the woman feels like all you're doing is complaining, it's going to be hard for her to understand you. But if you, um, if you let the woman know that, Hey, listen, I'm just venting now for you. I've been bottling this up inside for me for so long. I just need somebody to talk to. And who better person to talk to than the person I'm building my future with? I'm just trying to explain to you, I just had a bad day. This is why um, I didn't want to have dinner tonight. This is why I didn't want to go on a date. I'm just angry. I'm just going through a lot of situations with my baby moms or my kids or my job, my employment, my parents, situations in my life, unprecedented circumstances that I came across. You know, it, it depends. Like, you know, and I'm agreeing with everything everybody's saying as far as the foundation. It has to be trust. You know, but if a man is all he's doing is just let's keep it brutally honest, having these female tendencies where he wants to be complaining about his co-worker every single day. There's no woman that wants to be hearing that every single day. Like at the end of the day, be a man and do something about it and vice versa as well. But um, as far as, um, you know, opening up, it's extremely hard for men to do because a lot of times we get judged. 
and that fear of being judged mm. and that fear of being criticized prevents us from opening up to the person that we should open up to in the first place. Hey, can I add on to what he just said? Mm-hmm. One, one yes, thing sir. Go I, ahead. One thing that I noticed too, like when 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 a woman who when you tell a woman your problems, who's not equipped to handle them, mm-hmm. one of the first things she's gonna say is, "Well, I'm not your mother." because there's times i've told I've, I've given women advice about you know like you know on social media or something and i'll say listen oh so the man may feel this way or do this and the first and i say you gotta I, what i'll tell a woman is you gotta be nurturing and caring to help the man through the problem and, and the women who can't do this the first response they'll say is well i'm not his mother so when a woman mm-hmm. says that, that lets you know she's not equipped to handle your problems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, man, she's not equipped to be with you if that's the case, too. That too. You have you have some women, they'll they'll call you a punk, you know. Yeah, you know, why don't you man up, you punk, or something like that? And man, you don't need to be with them. If right. you're in a relationship like that, you need to do like Teddy P and let it go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll I love it, it though. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm ready to say some backup. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it really does come down to trust. And the big thing, and all of y'all have said it, and I completely echo it. So I have to be, if I'm going to be, you know, sensitive enough, I'm going to be trusting enough in you to let out my feelings, my emotions. I have to feel like you're not going to take those things that I just gave you and stab me in the chest with it or stab me in the back with it. There are women who, when you say, you know, when men say how they feel, they like, like Sandra said, oh, you're being a punk or you, you know, you know, all this kind of thing. You need to man up or whatever. And that makes men even more like guarded about their actual emotions, you know? So if, you know, if I, I must really trust you, if I'm going to let you know my thoughts and my feelings and emotions, a lot of women really take advantage of that trust, you know? And I don't know if it's a, um, a scenario where it makes them feel better about themselves or maybe like, you know, like he was saying, maybe uh, left was saying, maybe they're just not equipped to, to be able to do, what needs to be done in a relationship but at the end of the day it still comes down to trust and you know a man has ladies if y'all want y'all man to open up to you and you feel like he's not opening up to you nine times out of ten he just don't trust you with Mm. being able to handle the emotions and everything that he has whether he thinks you're gonna stab him in the back with it or he just feels like he can't be open and vulnerable with you Mm. I can agree with that. Oh. Fellas, y'all been bringing the heat today. I love it. So let's talk about. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure y'all, <laughs> y'all, 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 y'all be good with this subject. Let's talk about sex. Baby, let's talk about you and me. Let's, <laughs> let's go. How, oh, yeah. how important? How important is that on a scale of one to ten in your relationship? Like, as far as the quality and as far as the quantity, women want to know: is that how important is that to y'all? And and you know the what's the I'm trying to think of how to say this like 
<laughs> Y'all just, 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 just dive in. I'm diving. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think of how to formulate it in my head. For you to feel, for you to be in a relationship and feel like, man, my sex life is on point. I don't have no complaints. What a would that time, look like to you? A, a lot of times we stay in relationships longer than we should have just because the sex was good. Right? Yeah, very true. Who's guilty? I'm going to put both my hands up for that one. <laughs> Where's my gavel at? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's, it's extremely important. Sex is extremely important. And let's take and let's take the vulgar take away from it because sex is is emotional. Sex is passionate. Sex is a moment where two souls are getting together and they're intertwining their own energies. Right. You know, sex is extremely important. I mean, <laughs> I had a girl that didn't know how to give head, and that didn't last over six months. Sex <laughs> is extremely important, yeah. guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh wow! Man. You got rid of it. You 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 chopped <laughs> off a head because you didn't do head. <laughs> it has to be a full package. At the end of the day, if you're getting with somebody, and and one of the things that I had as far as a triangle, as far as a healthy relationship, sex, um, trust and love was in there, and in the middle was understanding. That's my own my that's my own diagram. So sex is important, <laughs> extremely important in that. Because I'm not trying to have sex with you every day. Now I'm gonna clarify with you guys too. I don't maybe in the beginning is all good in the first two months, three months. Hell yeah, of course. Every single day and all that, but let's be real. Let's be real. It's not going to last forever. I've in my own opinion, it has to be between three to four to five times a week. It can't be every day. Give me something to miss, mommy. Because if you're not, it's going to turn into a routine. It's going to be normalized. And then at the end of the day, where does the interest go? How can I want something I want every day? My favorite plate, I love cheese. Y'all think I'm eating cheese every day? No. Right. <laughs> oh, man. But, but tell me this. When you're in, when you're in a long-term relationship where like y'all married and y'all sleep in the same bed every night, and she gets to the point where she's comfortable, like she comes to bed with her head tied up. She comes to bed with maybe some long pajamas on and, you know, that lets you know I'm really not in the mood for sex. How how many nights of the week does she come to bed like that before you're like, hold up, there's a problem. I don't want to see Three you nights. in, a, in, in a, a bonnet every night. Three nights in a row. <laughs> Three nights in a row. The first night is all good. The second time, man, you're probably still dealing with something you dealt with yesterday. That's cool. The third night, man, now you got to talk to me. You got to talk yeah. to me. Like, yeah. I, 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 yeah. like, that sounds good. On? I'm going to give you your space. I'm going to give you your time. That's cool, but I, I'm I'm here too. <laughs> I'm here too. Yep. <laughs> you've been you've been married for a long time. Do you? How do you feel about your wife coming to bed in a bonnet? I don't care. <laughs> yeah, we've, been, look, we've been married look, like 17 years man I don't care like <laughs> <laughs> it, it, 
I, I like honestly, I was going to sit this subject out because it's like I can't as a as a I've been married so long. Like sex is 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 it's important, but it's like man, I can't give you the answer you want to hear if you out here looking for love. And sex. <laughs> my, my life. Is, <laughs> Like when you when you've been long when you've been married long as I have it's, it's like you don't want it to become a routine but come on let's, let's be honest like yeah. you know it is some nights are better than others like you know <laughs> you, you you took her to a different dinner or y'all had a, a more intense <laughs> argument and so now you got to make it up but other than that come on, come on. <laughs> I'm I'm not the guy that wants to hear a lot of y'all like look shit gets redundant. 17 years, you 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 find other interests besides sex. Mm. But, yeah. but in that time, do you do you feel like do you have the desire to like do things special for your wife to like oh, put yeah, that yeah, spark yeah. back in it? Yeah, that's why I say some nights are different. Yeah. You know, it, mm-hmm. you know, every now and then you gotta trick your own mind, like it's something new. Right. You know, you like I said, you know, you took it to a different dinner or you know, y'all did a little more flirting during the day. Something different, you know, but let's just be honest. Like I just said, I've been like I said, 17 years. Look, if she don't come to work, come to uh bed with her head tied up, that means she gotta go get her hair done again. Just tie your hair. Who cares? I'm not Mm. Well, shoot. What if what if she just busts up in the bedroom one night? She got a big a long wig on, and she got some lingerie, some lace, if it's some see through, and her high heels, and she do a dance for you. We gonna have a good night. Yeah, (laughs) but that's 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 not gonna happen all the time. We you know that may happen once a season because you know it is what it is. It's like I would like a warning beforehand though. Can yeah. you let me know what's going down? Yeah. I, you know, I sleep well the, 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 the day before. Get ready you know, for it. Red Bull before I go home. Like, can I be ready too? Right. <laughs> or is this just right. a surprise? Because I did overtime tonight. I'm tired. Right. Hey, look, bro. Look, when you, if, you get, if you get in the game that long, trust me, you're going to want a surprise. <laughs> Like, <laughs> just keep a Red Bull handy. But that's what's up, Calm. <laughs> how do you um, build or create or sustain that desire with that person? For an example, I believe that passion fizzles down. Love may not, but passion is always something of fire that you have to rekindle. Now, you're saying that you've been married for 17 years. How do you rekindle that fire, that passion, that desire of still wanting to be with your woman? For me, I'm a so me and my wife is my soulmate. Like, okay, we got we got a lot. Like, we we have a great connection. But like I was telling y'all earlier, it wasn't this way when we got married. Like, I didn't use the word soulmate because I don't like using terms that I'm not that I don't know for sure. But now, but you know, it took us separating. It took us having some hard times. So that brought us closer together. Like we said, we had to separate to get closer. So mm. yeah. you know, you you once you you know once you get in once you've been in marriage so long, it's again people don't like to hear the word routine, but that's really what it becomes. You can't help it. Like 
You been you like you know what time you getting off of work. You know what time you getting home. Everything you know, like dinner's at the same time. It's it's a routine, and if you're not comfortable with that, I think that's where people start to go astray because you get you get bored with that routine. Well, you know, but it does become one. Like, but but you can do things to break the routine up. Like, you know, you should make sure you're still taking your woman out to dinner. Mm-hmm. Buying her flowers here and there, surprising her with stuff like that, and and the biggest thing that I had to learn was love language. You have to learn oh. the person you with love language because you could be me personally. I'm buying my wife gifts, and her language, her love language is quality time. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm out here spending money and, and still mm-hmm. not making a dent. Right? Yeah. <laughs> right? If you know the woman or the you know the woman you're with, I'm speaking for as a man. If you know the woman you're with, then that's what you have to do. You have to, that's how you make things last, is studying the person you with, knowing what they like, knowing what they don't like, knowing what makes them tick, knowing make, you know, those are the things you need to know. If that woman values quality time, that's something you need to give her. If she values gifts, then you need to buy gifts. You can't like. A woman that 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 love languages gifts won't make it with a cheapskate, you know. So you just have to know your woman. that that's the biggest thing. Just knowing your woman, studying your woman, and paying attention, and it's hard. <laughs> yeah, I just sat here and told you what I need to be doing, and just spit it out like it's nothing, but the shit hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love the fact that you mentioned. I love the fact that you mentioned love language. That's that's really a key element as far as building with somebody. I, and I'm glad that love languages, uh, I, I, I say between the last four or five years, has actually been going on to the forefront and more people are being aware of what yeah. love languages actually are. Yeah. Should you better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what, though, guys, to answer the initial what? question, I'm going to say this. I don't care if she got her body on in a CPAP machine with some flannel pajamas on. If I want her- <laughs> 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 I mean, I'm just saying. Uh, how you got her? How you got her? You Talk to hey, me, bro. How you got her? You got her? a tie. Hey, she you got, got a tie. How do you got her? <laughs> so they got a tie on the front of the pajamas. I can untie that that tie. <laughs> they that hard. You know, you know how you get her. You know how you got a gator. What's that? What's that? Baby, do you want a massage? Oh, oh, hey, that's an old thing. It works every time. Look like you had a whole thing. Let me turn those CPAP on for you, baby. Hold on. Let me turn the CPAP on. All right. Still. (laughs) Got some candles lit. Got some. Right. Right. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm with you, Gator. I'm with you. I'm with you on that, bro. I'm with you. No doubt. No doubt. I want to hear from Q. What you think about a Q? You you like a nice little bonnet? And um, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me at all. I mean, I you like I said, you mix it up now and then. I mean, that's fine. There are gonna be some days where sometimes you just have to get it in. Then there are gonna be other days where you can kind of have a nice romantic evening that leads to something special. And, um, you know, mm-hmm. like James said, over time, especially if you have children, it can seem like a routine and you have to mix it up. You know, sometimes you got to roll over at 3 a.m. and tap the butt, you know, but 
for the most part, <laughs> you, just, you, you know, baby, you awake. But um, <laughs> for the most part, it, <laughs> yeah, oh, she'll help you out. She'll roll over and she'll act like she's still asleep. And she'll move over so you can pull the panties this way. Right, right, <laughs> right. You have to play that game sometimes. But for the most part, I mean, it's very important. You hope to find someone that's compatible with what you like. So um, as far as the frequency, you know, or whatever it is you, you may do, if you're one of those people that fly your freak flag very high and you bring in bubble wrap and a monkey, I mean, that's you. You want somebody who also likes that. <laughs> But, <laughs> but if you find someone who's on your level as far as uh, nah, he didn't just often. say that. He didn't just say that. You're crazy. I need I need to be in your dating pool. You're talking about <laughs> right. Right. I, sign up. I know there's some people out there right now who are saying he was oddly specific. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna Google this. <laughs> But no, nah, you just if you if you're fortunate enough to find someone who is compatible with you as far as you know how often, then that's 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 great, you know, and then you can work out everything else. But it's very important. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yes. Well, thanks, thanks to you, thanks to you guys. Now I know why I'm still single. Because I hate I hate, I hate routine. I hate routine. Yo, James, James, hey, it doesn't your... start that way. No, it definitely doesn't start that way, but what does it have to end? Like, yo, James, no, bro, I, I'm feeling you. I, I like what you're talking about. I like diving into your mind and all of that. But as far as as far as things becoming a routine and things being normal, that's one of my major turnoffs, routine. Now, I understand what you're thinking about. Oh, you're getting off at work. You start this. I guess that's why I'm an independent contractor. I don't have <laughs> no schedule. I don't. Yeah. I, I create my own schedule. I, I can't. I can't. That's a beautiful set. thing. I can't have a setup, bro. Like, I can't. Oh, I'm getting up at this time. I'm going to sleep at this time. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying this is what it is. And maybe that's something that I would have to maybe accept in my own personal life as far as when I'm looking for somebody to build with that I need to accept the fact that maybe some things might be a routine. Yeah, you may well, or you, if you you're lucky find you'll find who, someone who's up. You may find a woman who who lives the same way you live. Like the saying is it's somebody for everybody. Yeah. Oh, so, 35 like, years. And you gotta you, you gotta keep in mind too like this is one thing that I always like to make clear. When I say anything about marriage or anything like that, it's not the gospel truth. It's just my perspective. Yeah. Know, it works for me. Like, if that doesn't work, like if routine doesn't work for you, then find a way not to do right. it. But when you just know, like, when you've been doing something so long, like, damn, it's going. It usually becomes one. But again, you may find a woman who, who, who thinks the same way you do. Like, look, just in just in order for this not routine, you know, just you just keep doing different things, changing it up. So, you know, I feel you. I actually like my woman not to always have time for me because the time that she does set aside becomes more valuable in my mind yeah. and in my eyes as well. I like a, I like a woman that's busy. I like a woman that's doing her. I like a woman that, you know, if she got kids, that's taking care of her kids, taking care of her house, taking care of her career. I like that. 
Yep. Just, 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 mm-hmm. it's a little time for me because I'm not even asking for for a lot. But like how we're talking about, like when we settle down with somebody, things we do change, and depending on the interest we have with somebody, the more green lights that we give them, the more you know what I, I want to chill with you on a Tuesday. I know I gotta go to work early on a Wednesday, but I want to spend this time with you. Right. So I, I get right. it. Well, fellas, I want to thank y'all all for chilling out with us on the dope discussions on this Sunday. It was awesome. I cannot wait for everybody to hear this episode and all the ladies. I guess the ladies were scared, but I had enough questions for all of them. Um, I'm thinking about bringing y'all back to do a part two because I still have four more pages of questions. I was about to say, she got four more pages left. Four hey, more I'm with it. <laughs> Was she writing a 500 word essay? Nah, <laughs> look, nah, Eric. You're not gonna, yo, hold on. Hey, Erica, you're not gonna be here just asking all guys. We have a couple of questions for you too. Yeah. Wait, y'all, y'all, y'all gotta set up a, a ladies panel if y'all want to get look, my you insight. You have to do that. <laughs> let, me get, let me get the firing squad together so I can go ahead and get the ladies in the <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh. Not because this is actually something that I, I, got- I watched the because sh- I watched the show with um with Gator and talk with Q. And one of the questions that Quincy asked was how do you build trust in a relationship? Now me and Gator kind of spoke a little bit about this behind the scenes, but I'm actually asking Erica, Quincy, and James, how do you guys build trust in a relationship? Time. I yeah, mm. I believe building trust in a relationship comes with time and uh observation and consistent behavior. Okay. Boom. Um, Boom. Something you know, observing happen. a person with something gotta okay. happen for you to for you to for them, you know, to prove your trust. Something has to happen where you where you get a chance to show that you could be trusted. Right. <laughs> right. I don't know if, if mm. I don't completely, I don't completely agree with that. I mean, I get what you're saying, but I think just sometimes doing what you say you're going to do and being where you say you're going to be and things like, like Erica said, being consistent, that can help develop trust. I don't think you necessarily have to go through something tra- tragic or drastic in order to show that you're there for someone, you know, um, I, I think you can just do, you know, be a person of your word, and I think everything will fall in line over time. Okay, uh, that's awesome. Yes. I love it. I love it. But it was actually a trick question because the real question <laughs> is <laughs> shouldn't you already have trust in the person before getting with them? Mm. <laughs> no. Now this, now, this is my thing. This is my big thing. I, I, I talk a lot about dating so many people think dating means automatically relationship no dating is you're actually collecting data on this person you're observing them that's Mm -hmm. where the trust starts to build once you start to build trust and see that they have a consistent pattern of behavior and you can Mm -hmm. kind of you can kind of gauge what this is who this person is because this is what they continuously do over time then that's when you start to go into maybe I want to be in a relationship with this person because I kind of see what kind of person they are. But is trust usually determined um, of a reflection of the trust you have in yourself and not necessarily towards the other person? Mm-hmm. 
Definitely. Definitely. Because if you don't trust your own judgment, you're never going to believe that you're picking the right person. Right. And and I've been in that. It, I've been in that place where I didn't trust my own judgment. So I could never trust another uh -huh. person because I was like, I think they're telling the truth, but I don't really know because I'm not really good right. at figuring out if people are telling the truth. Right. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Thank you for that. I love it. Mm -hmm. yeah. All right, viewers. Thank you all for rocking with us. I see everybody was loving the show. Um, we, we might try to do this again because this was awesome. I thank you guys. Yeah. You gave yeah. such great insight and great answers. And I know the ladies loved it. So I definitely did. Thank y'all. Yeah, thank y'all. Thank you for the man. invite. Thank y'all. We appreciate that definitely, man. Because that way I didn't have to take all the bullets myself. Um, <laughs> 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 all right. Got, I, 